Okay. Period. Hi, guys. Welcome to POV, You're My Therapist, the podcast where I vent, you listen, and you do not get paid. Um, we're here. We're here. Um, so there was no episode last week because the girl was tired. The girl was, I don't know, I, uh, it was a busy week and it got to the point where I was like, do I have time to record this? Will I like be able to find the sanity to record this, to sit down and talk about what's been going on? Like, do I want to talk about what's been going on? What's happening? Um, so I took a break last week because I just needed it. I really did. Um, and honestly, like I, you know, when you have those weeks that like, it's not just a week, it's like multiple weeks where like, you just cannot get into the groove of things. Like you can't get onto your schedule. You can't do the things that you want to do. Your to-do list is incomplete. Like I really was having a couple of those weeks back to back to back. Like I honestly cannot... I don't think the, I think the last time that I felt that my life was like sane and like had structure was probably like in November, to be honest, like early November. Um, so I feel like I've been living in like in a lot of chaos and like, just like having a lot of like chaos within. And I'm trying to like, I feel like I'm trying to like clean, uh, like I'm muddy and I'm trying to bathe in a bath and the bath is muddy and I'm muddy. Like it, that's what it feels like. Like, I feel like there's no, there's no, nothing is like getting resolved. Like every time I try to like help myself, I'm not really able to help myself. And I'm just like constantly like in this loop. Like I think the best example of this is the fact that I've been trying to clean my room for the longest time. And I just couldn't like, by the time I finished cleaning my room, I ended up making a bigger mess in my bathroom. And then I had to clean my bathroom. And then by the time I cleaned my bathroom, my room was a mess. So like it actually just felt like a lot of chaos. Like chaos is actually like the perfect word to describe it. And I haven't been sleeping well no sleep routine none of that like literally every aspect of my life has just been like stupid so um but I did kind of it's funny because I started off this episode like pretty loud and I was actually thinking about trying to make this the ASMR episode uh I don't know if I can consistently ASMR for like a fucking hour but I'm gonna try I'm gonna I'll have little ASMR moments in between um so like I'll just lean into the that's my titty. I'll just lean into the mic and like speak very softly and, you know, try to really get the point across that this is an ASMR video. And when shit starts getting a little juicy and I start getting a little excited, I'm going to remind myself to move away from the mic so the AirPod users, so that the headphone users do not meet their ends. So sorry. Um, but honestly, yeah, this week has been a long week and I'm going to tell you all about it because why not? Let me update you about my week. Let me tell you how I've been feeling. <laughs> so last week, my I had therapy. I had to have therapy twice this week. And honestly, in the span of seven days, I think I had therapy three times. Period. Period. Are you really a bad bitch if your therapist will not let you schedule your next appointment for the next week? She needs to see you at the end of the week. Are you really a bad bitch? The answer is no. She needs to make sure that you're doing well. Okay, all the bad bitches have mental issues. Um, period, period. That's what happened to me. Um, period, period, period. Um, <laughs> and I was like, oh my god, this is so expensive. <laughs> I was like, this is gonna hurt my pocketbook. But for the sake of my sanity, let's just book me, girl. Book me, girl. Book me, girl. Like, and I literally have therapy in four days. Yep. Yep. Yes, I do. This, 
it's a lot. It's a lot. Um, but either way, I'd rather be sane and, and at least okay than how I was feeling before. Um, so last week I had therapy, uh, one day and I was just like really sad. Um, because I had had, oh my God, actually this is going to be a whole story. Like this is going to be a, a linear story and I'm going to skip parts because some shit y'all just don't need to know, to be honest. Um, so last week I, I was having a hard time getting over somebody. Okay. Still, yes, Voldemort. I was having a hard time getting over Voldemort because something had happened where Voldemort was like in my presence once again. And I was just like, fuck you. Like, I'm sick of it. Like, I'm sick. Like ever since I ran into them, um, in New York, they, I just kept running into them and running into their shit. And I was like, I'm sick of you. Like, what, what is this? What is this? And we had a short conversation that like threw me for a loop. And I was just like, bro, like, I actually think I hate you and I need to get over you. Like it got to the point where I was like, okay, we exist on this earth. You and I are alive. You're never going to die. Apparently you're never, this man is never going to die. He's immortal. Apparently. Oh, well this, am I retelling Harry Potter? Am I talking about my love life? Who knows? So I was like, Voldemort is obviously going to keep being a constant presence in my life, apparently, um, because Precious, stop. You need to go sit in your corner. Go. She knows what she's doing. I'm not being mean to my dog. She's being mean to me. Okay, I'm the victim here. So, um, and it's, and it's always like that. Like, that's like the most normal thing is like, I don't know if it's like your energy willing this person into your space, into your socials, into whatever. But, um, but yeah, so Voldemort is like a constant presence in my life. And like, it was just, it honestly, the smallest thing like triggered me. Somebody literally was like, oh, I know this person. They're really good at doing this. Like you should like talk to them. And I was like, oh yeah, bet, bet. send me their info. Why is it his info? So I was like, I know that person. Thank you very much. Thank you for the suggestion. I really appreciate you. But it's not going to work. I'm in Atlanta. They're in New York. It's it's not going to work. Like, you know, we're good. Period. So um, that happened. And like, and it ruffled my feathers real bad. And I just, I was already like in a, in a semi sensitive place. And I think like it just made it worse. Like it really did just make it worse because like, and the thing is like, I'm not thinking about Voldemort when I'm thinking about these things, I'm not thinking about Voldemort. I'm thinking about myself and how my life has changed so little since I knew them and how like I'm embarrassed for me, you know, but it's like everybody's life moves at a different pace. And maybe there are choices I could make that make my that would make my life move different. There's things I've done that has slowed me down. Sure, I know there are. I know there a hundred percent there are, but I try not to dwell on them because if I do, what's the fucking point? Like it's in the past. I've already done it. It's already impacted my future somehow. I'm not in a place where I want to be either way. So it's like, what the fuck is the point of thinking about all these things? I'm just going to make myself upset and I'm just going to make myself sad. Like that's it. Just stop thinking about it. So, and I was doing a good job not thinking about it. And then that thing happened with that person. And I was like, fuck it. I'm, I'm spiraling. Fuck it, bitch. Um, you caught me at the right time. I'm going to spiral and you're going to enjoy it. And so am I. Fuck it. That's what happened. And so I had a conversation with one of my friends and my best friend is, I liked what I like to call a black and white Virgo. Um, if you don't have a black and white Virgo in your life, is your life worth organizing? Like really, I've never really gotten snapped up. Like, you know, like put in my place as much as 
my black and white Virgo friend. A black and white Virgo has a wardrobe that is all black and white. Their apartment is all black and white. Their dog, their dog is black and white. Like their whole life is like very neat, very organized, very like it's good. Like it's they they try they are good at what they do. They put a lot of effort into what they do. They are people that you want on your side and on your team and in your life. And I'm very grateful for my black and white Virgo. And I'm very grateful for the shit she said she snatched me up recently for. Um and I just want to say that I have what is it? There's one that controls what is it in your zodiac? Um there's like is it a house or something? Whatever. The thing that controls your worth ethic, mine is in Virgo. Period period bitch so I was very happy to see that because I don't have any other Virgo in my chart except for that okay everything else Scorpio Pisces water not good not a good feeling um so yeah so my my dear black and white Virgo I was like having a spiral over this and she was like listen this guy is just a guy he sucks he doesn't care about you he doesn't love you I don't think he's ever cared about you I don't think he's ever loved you and you need to get over it she was like I don't know why you still think about this I don't know why you still care she was like you need to move on and for some reason what she said and I think in the way that she said it because other people have told me that and that's not the first time she said that but I think she said it at the right time to the right one and I, something happened in my brain where I was like, fuck, she's right. The moment she said it, like, it, it like clicked a little bit more than it had before. And I was like, fuck, she's right. Like, I just need to, I, I'm over it. Like, I'm done with it. I don't care. I don't want it. I don't need it. I don't anything. And I was like, Voldemort is dead. I've Harry Pottered him out of here. Aveda Kavada, bitch. And, and it was weird because not to psychoanalyze myself, but, before when I would think of Voldemort, I could not visualize his face in my head. I could see his body. I could see his hair. I could see all of it. But like, it was like his, his face was turned. So I could never really visualize him in my head. And then the moment she said that, and the moment that I was like, this man is just a man who is a, like, he's kind of shitty, to be honest. He's just a shitty man. I could see his face in my head. And not to like psychoanalyze myself because I also don't know anything, but I genuinely feel like before it's because before I was projecting and like he was a blank canvas essentially. Like sure, the style is there, the the attributes about him that I like are there, but the rest of it, the personality, I was fucking projecting that shit onto him hardcore. And so it essentially like it wasn't really him, like it wasn't him who I was seeing, it was somebody else. So the minute that I saw him for who he is and like what he was and what our situation was, I saw his face. I saw his face and I was like, yeah, that's you. That's who you are. Like, and I'm me and that this is who I am and it's never going to be anything more than that. So I think that's that. And to be honest, I didn't, I haven't checked his shit for the longest. So that happened and I don't know why. I feel like I should have felt better after that happened. I didn't. I just started spiraling and I wasn't thinking about him. I was thinking about my life in general. I was thinking about in the time span that it's taken me to get over this dude. One of my friends has been in a long-term relationship that ended, met the man she fucking married, got married, had a baby. 
Like, one of my other friends left her boyfriend that she was with when I was seeing him. She moved into a different state, moved back, met her new boyfriend. They're already together for, like, years. So I'm just like, fuck. Like, everybody's life is moving on. And then here's my shit, just looking dumb as fuck. And I'm just like, bro, like, is there is there anybody for me? Because, like, if there's somebody for me, I should have met them already. I should have gotten a hint. I should have gotten a whiff. I should have gotten, like, something. They should have, like, I don't know. Like, it should have something, something something like and I really was like fuck like I feel stuck I feel shitty I feel stuck I feel bad about myself I don't understand like what I'm doing wrong like I've been on dating apps since I was 18 years old are you fucking joking bitch I was one of the first batch of people on tinder I know people who met their significant others on tinder who meant there's I have tried every dating app on the face of this fucking planet except for Farmers Only and eHarmony. Okay? I've been on them all. Have I met have I had a long-term relationship during that time? No. 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 That is not a nice feeling. That is a horrible feeling. Like, it's a horrible feeling, and I've talked about it before. And, like, and it's gotten to the point, like, where my friends who would, like, tell me empty platitudes about, there's somebody out there for you, there's somebody, they're just not, it's not the right time, you're like, I really, they've seen it. They've watched my life stay stagnant along with theirs, and they just stop saying the shit. And to be quite honest, I'm fucking thankful for it, because I could not handle one more. Your person is coming, your person is coming. I just couldn't fucking handle it. And I was just like, dude, shut the fuck up. Like, shut the fuck up. I didn't ask you to make me feel better. I'm ranting about this thing. Like, shut up. So like, it got to that point. And like, my friends don't say that shit anymore. Thank the Lord. That's what I started spiraling over, as you can clearly see started spiraling over it, like really was like just having a hard time, lots of crying in that therapy session. And I was just like, I don't get it. Like, I don't see the point. And my therapist was like, well, why don't you try another dating app? I was like, girl, no, 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 no. So I told her all about it. And she was like, well, what if you try two months? I was like, shut up, shut up, bestie. I love you and I know I know this is your job but knock it off please she was like well what if you just try for another month? I was like no girl I'm not doing it I'm not doing it I was like I'm not doing anything actually I'm not doing anything to be quite frank I'm not doing shit I'm sick of it and honestly to be quite honest I'm gonna text somebody I used to talk to and I know it's not gonna end well but I don't care because I need attention and I'm feeling bad about myself. So I'm going to make myself feel worse about myself because why the fuck not? Isn't that what you're supposed to do when you feel bad about yourself? Isn't that it? You're supposed once when you're spiraling down the spiral staircase, aren't you just supposed to go up behind yourself and fucking kick yourself off the staircase? Isn't that what you're supposed to do? <laughs> so I did that. I kicked myself off that staircase, bitch. Not even. I didn't even kick myself off the staircase. I grabbed myself and I flung myself over the side of the staircase because maybe that was a free fall. It was not a spiral. It was a free fall to rock bottom. She, at the end of our session, she was like, um, if you need me to call the people, it's okay. Don't be scared. I can call the people. I said, what fucking people? And she was like, the grippy socks people. I was like, you think I'm going to K word myself tonight? (laughs) I was like, you think I'm going to kill, you think I'm going to do that today? And she was like, I don't know. She was like, you sound very hopeless and very, um, what is the word? 
full of despair. And she was like, and that is a precursor to needing the 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 grippy socks people and I was like no I'm not gonna fucking kill myself because I'm single because you know why because if I die right now and I'm still fucking single I have to go to the pearly gates of heaven and look Jesus and God and the Holy Spirit and Mother Mary and all the fucking saints in the eye and be like you motherfuckers where was my name <laughs> where he at? Where he at? You think I'm going to kill myself because I'm single? No, I'm not going to do that because I will die single and I will have to face God himself. I swear to God, if I, I would never, one, I would just never, I feel like that's a horrible reason to kill yourself. But loneliness is, you know, loneliness translates. It's not just, oh, I'm single. Like you start feeling like nobody loves me. I'm a burden. I, 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 I don't help anybody. My existence is meaningless. Like it, it's so crazy how like it goes from just a tiny little thing to it encapsulates your whole world. Like the feeling of loneliness is a demon. Like that bitch is a whore and I hate her anyways. So I was like, no, because if I die and I go to heaven and I got to ask God, why the fuck did he not just fix my loneliness right quick? It could have been real easy. You made all these dumbass people fall in love. You couldn't make me fall in love. Girl, I'm not having that conversation. I'm going to be like, send me to the other one. <laughs> send me to your little friend down there. The one who's hot. Where um, Lil Nas X strip it on that stripper pole. Send me down there. Please please like I was like no no I was like girl I'm fine <laughs> we're not doing this no I was like babes not gonna kill myself because I'll still be single and my problems will just be put on pause and so I got a purgatory and deal with that shit fuck that I was like fuck that like absolutely not <sighs> so then she was like um she was like well you know have you I was like I just need a little bit of guidance that's like that's really all I want and she was like, well, have you ever thought about seeing a psychic? And I was like, yeah, I have. But like, you know, I'm a little, I'm a Christian and I'm Haitian. So, you know, Haitian people don't really believe in like dark magic versus light magic versus for the good versus intuition versus psychic. Like my grandmother was clairvoyant and still my mom has a big issue with psychics. Like my grandmother could talk to dead people, period. And, um, and like, and she, it was just something that she just shut off, like, she would walk in, she just didn't, she didn't partake in it. Like she didn't mess with it. Like she knew that the man that she is there, he died four years ago. She knew that like, you know, that whatever she was seeing shit. She wasn't schizophrenic. I swear to God. Cause also in Haitian culture, we're not going to get into this, but the fucking thin line between mental health and, and like spirituality shit, like mumbo jumbo, stuff like that. Girl, ain't in a line. You got schizophrenia. You not clairvoyant. Like, <laughs> but yeah, so that's a problem. But anyways, no, my grandmother was not um, schizophrenic. She didn't, my grandmother actually did not have any mental health issues and she could just talk to dead people and see them and ignore them evidently. Cause she didn't like, I don't know. I, I don't know the whole story, but I just knew she didn't engage in it. Um, and she always had dreams like, oh, actually, or maybe we are going to talk about my grandmother, but my grandmother always had dreams. Like she was a dream person and like she, she would have dreams about things that were going to happen, things that already happened. And like, and low key, like, I feel like I kind of got that because like, I'm a very intuitive person. I know things before I know them and like, and I just feel things and I'll be ignoring it a lot cause I'm stupid, but like, I feel a lot of stuff and like, and when my grandmother died, my sister had a dream about my grandmother and my 
my mom has like this saying, I don't know where she got it from, but she's like, if you see a person in a dream and, um, and they talk to you, that means they're stuck. Like they, they haven't fully passed on, but if they're able to, if, if they don't talk to you, maybe I'm getting it backwards. I don't know. There's something about, I I want to say that if you have a dream with somebody and they talk to you, that means they haven't fully passed on. But if they don't talk to you, that means they've passed on and they've just like come to like age you in some way, like, or something like, and I had like one or two dreams about my grandmother, like when I was having a rough time and she didn't say shit. And the weird thing is they never really feel like dreams. Like, you know, the difference between a dream and a visitation and some of them is visitations. But um, that was not the point of that story. Anyways. So, yeah. So family is very against psychics and all that. So I did not um, tell her that I was seeing a psychic. And I so I I, I planned my I did not tell her that I was seeing a psychic and, and you know, I was like, maybe it's like a bunch of malarkey. So I went on her Instagram and she was having a live. So I go in her live and she's like, let me pick a card for you, whatever. Mind you, I texted that man I wasn't supposed to text and we're like having a whole conversation. So I get on the live and she's like, give your name and like, I'm going to pull a card and like see what happens. So I give her my name and she pulls a card. Why the first thing out her mouth, she goes, girl, you need to let him go. She's like, you need to let that man go. She's like, let it go. Let it go. She's like, move on. Let it go. Period. You've tried and tried and tried and tried again. And it didn't work. The first time or the second or the third, move on. Let it go. This is not your person. They're actually taking up a lot of your energy. Move on. Let it go. Let it go. And I was like, period. Um, But then I was like, no, I don't think it's about this guy. I think it's about Voldemort. I swear to fucking God. I swear to God. Like literally this happened like a week ago and I'm, I'm like looking at myself and I'm like, what, what did you learn? I'm like, what did you learn? Stupid. Why did you do that? Like, don't do that. Don't do that. But like, I really, I didn't realize. And it's crazy because like looking back, oh, so my therapist, after we had that conversation, she literally was like, I'm going to see you in two days. I was like, no. I was like, uh-uh. Looking back, I realized why she said the grippy socks comment because I was sadder than I thought I was. I was, I was sad. I was sad in a different way than I'd been used to being sad. And like, and it was hopelessness. Like it was despair. And I, and I really was like boxing myself into like sadness. Like I was like, I don't want to see anything other than this feeling that I'm feeling. So I see why she said what she said. Cause at the time I was like, there's no reason for that. But your emotions sometime, like, especially me, like, I'm just a very sensitive person and like, I'm very sensitive. Like it's weird. Like I feel like you hurt my feelings more by not saying anything. The, the, the lack of speech and the lack of communication, the emptiness of a room is what hurts me more than you just telling me outright to my face that you don't like me if you tell me outright to my face you don't like me you don't value me you think I'm a piece of shit you think I'm this you think I'm that it doesn't hurt me because I know how to fight I know fighting words and I use them very well I'm good at them I will insult you and I your mother will feel that shit in her womb like that is is like my ability but like if you if you, if you don't say anything and you leave it up to my interpretation, 
I will feel 10 times worse because I will start to think I must have done something wrong. I did something wrong. What did I do wrong? I'm like, do they hate me? Like I start thinking, I start overthinking, I start analyzing, I start thinking a lot. And it gets to the point where I start to doubt myself and my judgment because I'm like, maybe I'm an unkind person. Maybe I'm a bad person. Like it literally, it, 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 it makes me question who I am to my core. And that has definitely been something that I've been working on. And like, even this week, like I realized in, like I put into, not realize it, but I've known it. It's just, I think it's easier for me to say out loud when I start feeling that way. I literally start saying, okay, that person let you down by not communicating with you. Now you're feeling insecure and you're overthinking overanalyzing, racking your brain, trying to figure out what you did wrong. But in all honesty, they're probably just going through some shit. They don't need to talk to you every minute of the day. It's fine. You're fine. Don't fall into old habits. Stand up. You have shit to do. Move on. Like that's what I've literally having having to say to myself out loud. Cause like it it's weird. Like it is I don't even know how to describe it. Maybe I'll talk to my therapist about it. But yeah. So I've seen why she said that to me. So I literally ended up like texting her the next day and being like, Can we talk on Friday, please? And we did talk on Friday and then she was like, I'll see you Monday and I was like, Period, you got that shit right. So so yeah, so the psychic was like, Move on, let it go. So I booked with her. Well, y'all, why she did not show up to the Zoom call? She did not show up to the Zoom call. And she didn't show up to the Zoom call. Wow, this might be a long episode. I'm sorry. She didn't show up to the Zoom call. And I was like kind of flabbergasted because I had my doubts anyways. And she called me and she was like, I'm sorry, I overslept. Do you want to do it right now? And I was like, no, like I had my reservation. So like maybe this is a sign, yada, yada, yada. No. And when I tell the middle part of this story that I'm about to skip, I genuinely think that she fell asleep and had to skip our zoom call for a very important reason that I will tell you next season. <laughs> I'm here you're my therapist because the fucking shit that followed over the fucking weekend was surprising, horrifying, and scary. And once all of that happened, she and I, I was like, fuck it. I need some guidance. So I scheduled my zoom with her and we talked And that conversation and, like, the shit she, like, read for me brought me a lot of peace. And I think if she'd read me before, it would have, like, made me spiral deeper into chaos and, like, just not have my head on straight at all, at all, at all, at all. Like, because I went in there, like, literally palms open, heart open, mind open, all of it. Like, and I think... I don't know. I think I had to go through what I went through that weekend to get a fucking grip, to get a grip and to see myself like for what the fuck I was doing and what I was going through. And I realized that like, you know, in Euphoria when Cassie is like, the thing you don't understand, Nate, I don't care what happens to me. I think I was so sad that like for that split second, I was like, I don't care what happens to me. Like I'm going to make bad choices and I don't care. Why do I have to be the moral high ground? Like, why does my existence have to be the moral high ground? And that's what I kept saying and like asking myself. I was like, people do dumb shit all the time and they're fine and they live life and they're fine and they're happy and they're whatever. Why can't I just do dumb shit and like 
why do I have to be the one with such a high standard for myself and like have to meet all these high expectations? I was asking myself those questions and I was like, I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. And then my weekend happened and then I sat down and I thought about my podcast and I thought about the girls and I thought about the gays, the thems and the days. And even some of the straight men who listen to this podcast, which are a few, uh, minus, uh, anyways, which are a few. And I was like, it does matter because I'm in an example. Like I'm giving all of this advice and for me to just not give a shit about myself, I'm telling you guys to love yourself and to care for yourself and to have standards and to have standards and to have standards, hello, and to have regulations and to put yourself first and to love yourself and to treat yourself the way you need to be treated, to treat yourself like the way you needed your inner child treated, like to be the person you needed for yourself. I'm telling you guys this and I'm helping you do it and I'm helping myself do it, but then I very much decide although I was not in a great mental space true I very much decide that I'm just gonna throw all that shit out the window and I'm just gonna not give a fuck about myself like it's just like hey fuck you inner kid you're on your own like fuck off move on sorry yo you thought I was gonna be an exemplary adult fuck you I'm gonna let you down too that's really like where I was and I realized that I was there because I was looking at everything so objectively like I everything that really was not a representation of me. I was making it a representation of me. The way people were treating me, I was taking it personally. And I was and I was like, you treat me that way because I am that way. You treat me like I don't matter because I don't matter. You can't look me in the eye because I'm not worth looking in the eye. Like, that's really what, like, I would let that shit get to me. And I think, like, because, like, my whole life recently has had a lot of chaos in it and lack of structure. I think I became very susceptible to that and I allowed myself to be susceptible to that. But it's like also at the same time, I'm a human, I'm a meat sack. And the thing is, when you're going through those things, you're never going to be perfect. You just literally have to really snatch yourself up and to get yourself back on track. And we need to like help ourselves. Like, like, I don't know, like, I've been in therapy for a long time, and this podcast has definitely helped me, but it's, like, sometimes, like, you find yourself still in a bad space, like, therapy, I don't think that shit is something that you do, and you heal, and you're, like, I don't need this anymore, I am a human, I am a human with a glowing orb for a pussy, like, I don't think you can ever be that person. Like, I don't think so. I think shit gets easier and aspects of your life get easier and you you feel you feel love, you feel joy, you feel emotions. But it's like I feel like until you really master being one of those people who emotions flow through me and leave. Emotions flow through me, they do not define me. Until you become one of those people, which I'm not there. Nope, I'm not there. Until you become one of those people, I don't see anybody never needing therapy, to be honest. Like, to be honest. So, that's what I realized this weekend is that I'm an unhealed bitch. Goddamn. Like, for real. Yeah, so I, yeah, I was feeling that a lot. And to be honest, like, I'm glad I snatched myself up because nobody else is going to snatch you up. Nobody else is going to come get you by the, by, by your scalp, by your bust down and tell you divine, get your shit together. Like nobody's going to grab me by my bust down and, and make me get my shit together. I'm the only person who can grab myself by my weave and make me get my shit together. 
And like this week was really a good example of that because I was like, fuck, I came such a long way. And it, bro, it was not three steps back. It was a fucking wrong turn. It was an absolute wrong turn. And thank God there was a roundabout at that. Damn, the wind is loud. Oh my Lord. And thank God there was a roundabout at that wrong turn. And I just made a loop-de-loop back on track. And I think like, if anything at all, I think this, the wind is going crazy. And I think if anything at all, this week is just an example that no matter how many times you fuck up, you can still get it together. You can still get it together. You can still make the right choice. You are not a fucking, you are not, just because you made a bad choice doesn't mean you are a bad person, doesn't mean you are not worth making the good choice. It doesn't mean any of those fucking things. It really does not mean that. And I feel like, and I feel like because like this week, like I really was like, fuck, what am I going to tell the girls? Like, what am I going to tell them? Like I made horrible choices this week. I didn't value myself. I didn't put myself first. I didn't care for myself. I was so desperate to feel something other than loneliness that like, I literally just stopped caring. Like I stopped caring. Like I removed autonomy over myself and I didn't put myself first. And and like that's actually like I was literally looking back at that and I was like, bitch, that's scary. Like that's really scary. Like and it's good that, you know, I was in a safe environment. But imagine like you you do that. You remove all care for yourself and you're in a bad environment around bad people who wanna take advantage of you, who don't care about you, and you don't care about yourself. Like all the time on social media you see like girls who are like, I had this really bad experience while I was like, I always see it's in Miami. Like I had a really bad experience while I was in Miami with my friends and like, then I realized they weren't my friends and like, and I felt very, I felt very, you know, not sad. I felt very, um, vulnerable and like horrible things happened and you know, like they didn't, people didn't care. And like, there was nobody there to safeguard and care and look after. And I'm like, damn, like, I'm glad this shit happened when I was at home. And like, and I was going through this mental shit while I was at home. Like, and like, the thing is, like, it's funny because like, you know, mental illness here and there, whatever. But I didn't feel depressed. Like, this was not depression. Like, this was not sadness. This was like, it was different. And I didn't like it. I can tell you that much. It was literally just giving up. Like, And why that fucking short-ass conversation made me feel like giving up, like, and the thing was, like, I'm never gonna, like, boom-boom myself, you know, I was never, like, gonna go away, but I think what's the difference between sewering yourself and just giving up on your dreams, on yourself, on your hopes, on your aspirations, like, essentially, you have shortened your life through giving up. You've decided none of this shit I'm doing is worth it. I'm going to hit the pause button. I don't care what happens from here on out. You might as well be dead. Like you might as well be dead without any purpose. Like there is no point like in existing. Like, and I think like, that's why, like when you lose sight of your purpose, you fall into a pit of despair. And I definitely like was fucking feeling that. Like I lost sight of like what I really wanted. And because of that, I, I was just, I don't care. I don't care what happens to me. I don't give a fuck. Like, like very reckless. Like I didn't, 
thankfully like I, I grabbed myself and like I snatched myself up before like I acted on anything um I'm really doing a good job at leaving out details because goddamn I'll tell you this story in like a year or like longer than that I'll tell you when I'm married how about that um but yeah and like the thing that's like really scary to me is like when I have these moments of like it's like you know what I'll talk about this I'll say this alignment is a very crazy thing when you think about it because a lot of shit had to happen for me not to act on my recklessness a lot of it a lot of shit had to happen for me not to act on my recklessness literally I had to lose my car what the fuck had to lose my car had my sister had to get uh uh fucking stranded somewhere on a tropical island of all fucking places um, had to talk to someone I didn't want to talk to. All of that had to happen for me to literally get stuck in my house to not act upon the thing I wanted to act upon. Like, oh, I, that sounds really scary. No, <laughs> that sounds really scary. Like I was plotting to kill somebody or something. No, I wasn't plotting to murder anybody. And the funny thing is like, when I think about the opposite of it, Cause I remember I said to one of my friends, I was like, it's either I'm fucking cursed or it's all divine timing. And I think me losing access to my car, literally my car needed an oil change. Also, along with losing access to my car, my car needed an oil change. And she was like, I'm not doing shit. She was like, I'm not acting right. Fuck you, bitch. At that, all of it like came to a head at the exact same time. So along with like, I think divine timing, having a big thing to do with me having to be stuck in my house. I also think the other of that, the other side of that, the bad shit, the bad shit was also in play. The fucking, the fucking bad energy that was like trying to gain access to me. She was working hard, bitch. The devil works hard. Yes, she does. Like, because the shit, the way everything is fucking aligned, like the way everything aligned, my... My fucking mental health came crashing at the right time, at the right place, at the right fucking moment. And there was something else I was going to say. There was another thing that was like at play here on the other side. I can't remember what it was, but all of it like alignment, like is really a real thing. And like, and after all that happened, I was like, you know, all of this can happen and, and fucking unravel so quickly I cannot keep pretending that this shit is random I just can't keep pretending that any of this is random like everything in my life happens for a reason and I think that that's something that like I have to come to grasp with like I have to grasp and I have to understand and I think I have to be thankful for it even when it goes against what I want so because look I wanted what I wanted for a weekend and then now I don't. And now I'm thankful that I don't have what I wanted because it would have been a horrible mistake. Like, genuinely. My mom always tells me about how um, she knows the exact moment when she and her, my sister's dad's relationship fell apart. And she says that it's when she, she was she pregnant? No, I think my sister was like a baby. My sister was really young. And her dad came to see her and something kept telling my mom to break up with him. Like a little voice in her head was like, end it, end it, end it today, end it today. And she didn't want to end it because she was so in love with him. 
and she was so in love with him and he knew that he was so in love with her and that she would honestly give him the world if she could and he knew that which is so dangerous for a man to know and this thing in her head kept telling her to break up with him and she did not break up with him he went to New York that weekend and he had a great time he went out he went to a bar he met up with his friends and his friend brought a woman and that woman ended up being his future wife period period ended up being his second wife and my mom always says that she knows that if she had broken up with him because he was very sensitive he was an emotional guy his ego couldn't handle rejection if she had broken up with him he would have been in tears. He would have been crying his little booty off. He would have been so fucking heartbroken. He would not have given a fuck if that woman was there. He would have been so upset that he could not have fun. He couldn't have fun. He was that kind of person. When something upsets him, he can't have fun anymore. He would not have been able to have fun and meet this woman and get along with her and like her and give her... The ring that he was supposed to give my mother. So she always talks about that. And I always think about that. And how like, you know, sometimes like there's a little voice in your head that tells you not to do something or to do something and you just keep ignoring it. And you really, it's only in hindsight that you realize what it all means. And to be honest, hindsight came pretty quickly. Um, but... It was very evident that everything that happened to me in a short amount of time really was to keep my ass at home. Like, dead ass. It was very obvious. And like, and I was telling one of my friends the story. And before I even got to the fucking end of the story, she was like, you weren't supposed to leave your house. She was like, I don't know why you were trying to leave your house, dude. Like... She was like, by the, by the time your sister called you and was like, I'm fucking stranded on a goddamn island. You should have known you weren't supposed to leave your house. And she was like, and yet you still tried. And then what, what happened? You got molly again by the universe. And then, you know what? You still tried. And the, the universe was like, sit the fuck down, divine. <laughs> like, sit down. I'm not playing with you. This is not a joke. Sit your little hiney down and just chill out. Chill out. And you know what's funny? I ended up getting my, my, the, I ended up actually talking to the uh, psychic and that was one thing she told me. She told me that I needed to sit down. <laughs> she told me I need to sit down and she said that I need to rest and that I've been trying to make things happen too hard and I'm trying to do the universe's job. Isn't that hilarious? Because it's true. If I could fire the universe, I would. But, you know, she she knows what she, she's doing. She sees everything. She sees every end of the universe at all times. Past, present, and future. So she knows everything. I don't. I know nothing. So, um, and it's funny because, like, I was, <laughs> I was, like, as I was headed into it, I was, like, damn. I've been, you know, I've had such horrible experiences with the damn TikTok psychics, like, um, telling me I'm going to find love at the end of the year, this and that, which I did ask that question, by the way. And I will, I'm going to hold on to that answer because I want to see if it's going to happen. I want to see if what she said going to happen, going to happen. So, yeah, but yeah, so that was, that was a lot. And it's funny because I didn't talk about, 
comfort friendship. Sorry, what did I say? Comfort bombing. So I'm going to talk about comfort bombing in the next episode. And um, yeah, because I actually, I really want to talk about that. But we're already at like 50 something minutes. And it's going to get cut down to like 40 maybe. Not 40 minutes, but like 40 something minutes. Um, So yeah, yeah. We're nearing the end of the episode. And before we wrap up, I wanted to give you guys some affirmations, okay? Because that's something I need to get back into the practice of reminding myself what I'm doing it for, reminding myself who I am, what I deserve, what I need, and, and all the things that I just fucking forget on a daily basis, okay? So these are going to be I love affirmations, okay? Period. Are you ready? And I'm going to do them in the ASMR style that we love so much, darlings. Starting off strong here. I love myself. I love everything about me. I love the top of my head to the bottom of my toes. I love how kind I am. I love that I am the baddest bitch to ever walk on this planet. I love that I am full of light and joy. I love that everyone I meet can see the sun pouring out of me. I love that in a dark night, I am the moon. I love that I am full of hope and joy and happiness. I love that I've gotten everything I ever wanted out of life. I love my beautiful home. I love my beautiful family. I love all this wealth and comfort that I can afford and that I have been so blessed to have. I love my work ethic. I love that I am the one and not the two. I love that I never accept anything that is below my standards. I love that I hold myself to the utmost importance. I love that I respect myself. I love that I respect every single person I meet, no matter how unkind they are or how angry they may come across to me. I love that I am fair. I love that I am giving. I love that the universe has made the love inside of me so abundant that it pours out beyond my control. I love that I am comfortable in my skin. I love that I am the happiest I have ever been. I love that I am the wealthiest I have ever been. I love that I have such a clear and precise purpose. I love that all of my dreams came true. I love that I spend every day following my passions. I love that all of my hard work has paid off. I love who I am. I love me. I love me more than anybody else in this world. I love that I am so grateful for every single thing I have. 
I love that God loves me. I love that God spends extra time laying out my path before me. I love that God has always been kind and fair to me. I love me. Period. Period. Period, Pooh. Okay. So, you know how it goes. Period. Um, That was good. I like that. I feel really good right now. Period. Um, So, you know how it is. If you're listening on Apple Podcast, please leave a message. What? What am I saying? It. <laughs> um. If you're listening on Apple Podcast, please leave a rating and review, even if you've already left one. Do it again, girl. Um, please make sure if you're enjoying this podcast to share with your friends, your family, your bestie, your dog, everybody, random people that you meet on the street, because I'd be doing that shit, okay? When people are like, oh, your hair's so pretty, I'm like, thank you, I have a podcast. <laughs> What's the correlation? There is none, okay? Um, so share, like, subscribe if you're, li- if you're watching on YouTube. Um, make sure you follow me on Instagram at VineFilo, V-I-N-E-P-H-I-L-O. Oh, and if you're on Twitter, I am on the bed app at Wordes, W-O-R-D-E-S, period. Um, so make sure you follow me on there so you can be up to date with everything. Y'all, I have an announcements tab on Instagram, okay? An announcements story thingy. If I don't post uh, an episode for that week, please check that thing because it'll give you an explanation as to why I didn't. Um, I've been making sure to keep up with that. Um, so yeah, follow me on Instagram, Vine Filo, V-I-N-E-P-H-I-L-O, and on TikTok at D-File, D-P-H-I-L-E. Leave a rating on Spotify. Leave a comment in the YouTube. If you made it to the end, write, oh yeah, if you're watching this on YouTube and you made it to the very end of this video, write down mashed potatoes and hot dogs. Yeah, this was a joy. I really enjoyed this episode. I really did. I felt... I felt good. It felt nice. I'm happy that I could connect with you and talk to you and and honestly be vulnerable because it's hard to admit when you fuck up and when you're wrong and when you treat your own self like shit. And I did that. So be nice to me. Thank you. I love you. I'm a person. I'm a flesh sack on a floating rock going really fast and going woo, 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 woo. So yeah, leave a rating, leave a review, follow on Spotify. I love you so much. I hope you have a wonderful day and I hope those affirmations resonate because bestie, I will be doing them again. Thank you. I love you, babies. Goodbye.